0: Welcome, once again, to another episode of Living Hope. A weekly journey designed to provide hope, inspiration, and education for those living with pancreatic cancer. Sharing the real-life stories of those affected by this disease, everyone, and how they deal with it on a daily basis. And today, well, we have a, a different perspective. We're going to talk with one of the people, one of the angels that works at the organization there, and find out uh, what drew her to this, uh, to share others' journeys like this. We're talking with um, our guest. I'll let you introduce yourself because I've forgotten your name already. Here, I'm it's sorry. Okay.
1: It's Rosa Velasco. Rosa, I was going
0: to say Roberta, but that's Roberta <laughs> sitting okay. behind you here. It's fine. <laughs> Rosa Velasco. So, Rosa Velasco, you don't have to be involved in the Pancreatic Cancer Action Network. You don't have pancreatic cancer
1: no but i know people with pancreatic cancer and the main reason i got involved is because i knew roberta
0: get you a little closer there to the mic
1: um i knew roberta and um i found i was friends with her when she found out she had it and right. that's when i started to get involved because she has such a great heart and then um during the process, I found out that my mom's mom died of pancreatic cancer. Ah,
0: so it's not so distant here. It's. Uh, it, I think there's more people that realize, I have come to know you guys and have gotten involved in the show. I can't tell you the number of people that come forward and say, oh, I know somebody had pancreatic cancer. My mother did, my uncle did, my grandmother did, somebody. And I don't know why we never think of that. We've talked through all the various celebrities. We'll talk more over the coming months and weeks about I'm sure, we'll mention the people like, and Roberta's going to remind me Patrick Swayze was one. Um, uh, Alex okay. Trebek was another from uh, uh, Wheel of Fortune. So many. But we just hear the word cancer.
1: Yes. And I think that was my thing is that when my grandmother died, all I knew was that she died of cancer and I didn't realize it was pancreatic cancer. Because honestly, like you guys have talked before, what is a pancreas? What does a pancreas do? So I think a lot of us don't even know what we have a pancreas for. Right, so
0: So much less that it can get cancerous and cause Right. people to die. So, all right, um, let's walk through your journey then. This is a different journey today. I understand Roberta was here, her husband was here. We have others who are here who either had it themselves or somebody around them. You're one circle removed. Now you're a friend, a coworker, somebody else that has it. I, we said last week, many people, when they find out somebody in one of their immediate circles has it, they run.
1: Yes, I I think because of the people involved, um, it's hard to just walk away. My husband and I just like, we love Roberta and Vic and like, we're part of their support system. So it's hard to just say, oh, we're done with it. I mean, we've been involved since they started their first Purple Stride. And it's been hard. We've gotten more involved instead of running away. And we've met so many people that have touched our hearts and that have passed away and still touch our heart to this day. So it's kind of hard to just say, okay, I'm leaving, Um, I'm done. It's sad to be part of the club, but you meet so many people that touch your heart that's kind of hard not to fight for them.
0: So we'll talk about the positive aspects of what you do. Let's start with, though, that tough journey. You're taking on a burden, a problem that isn't yours, that you could just say, I feel really bad for you, but I got to go. I can't deal with this. I got my own problems here."
1: I think that because my grandmother died from it, I think about, my aunts and uncles, it could be affected, myself, my siblings, my grandchildren, my daughter. And I think that's what keeps me fighting because if one of them were were to get it and I didn't fight hard enough, it'd be really hard for me to swallow that. And I think that early detection is a key and fundraising to get to that point is probably my personal main goal.
0: Well, you've identified the two key problems, apparently, with this disease. You can't detect it because it's inside your body. This pancreas is somewhere between your stomach and your back. I can't feel the lump. I can't see it. Right. Uh, it isn't something I can. Uh, and by the time I notice the symptoms are, eh, I got the flu or something, or I got some. I, I feel uh, whatever, jaundice. But back. Back pain, or yeah. something, and I was like, Ah, there's a million other things they got to rule out before they get to this. And by the time they rule it out, it's too late.
1: Yes, and to be honest, where Vic and I work, we have 45 employees, and half of those people have been affected, including an owner of the company. His wife was diagnosed really? while I was there, really? so um, it's been more than just my grandmother and Roberta and the people I've met with Pan Can, it also affects work and people that we've heard that have lost aunts uncles cousins grandparents so within the time that we've known about pancreatic cancer it's affected my life more than just my grandparents and the people from pancan
0: well let's go through the stats we'll keep going through them for a few episodes as people keep tuning in and stuff i don't want to keep playing the same sad song here but it is a reality that we have to face that pancreatic cancer is the third leading cause of cancer related deaths here in the United States, even though it's relatively small in terms of the overall population. an Estimated 60,000 people will be diagnosed uh, in this year, for example, out of 40 million people. That doesn't sound like uh, a big deal until you realize that should you be one of those, pancreatic cancer is one of the toughest, if not the toughest to fight. It has at this point in time, a five-year survival rate of just 10% double from when Roberta uh, started her journey 19 years ago here. So it's gotten better, but this is pretty much a death sentence yes. for most people if you get it here. Um, talk about some of the people you've seen. The owner's wife, you said. At yes. The firm you worked for. Um,
1: she she was like in her 70s and actually they thought she had uterine cancer and it turned out that she had pancreatic cancer and she was, she just wanted to live her life. Didn't want to go through the the chemo and all yeah, that. Right. So she lasted, I'd say, five months from diagnosis, probably. That's pretty fast. Yes, and then a co-worker, her grandmother had it, and she probably lasted like two years. But she also decided not to do the medication. So there's different people, and then you know, people that we've met in Pancan, we get close to them. Um, one that touches my heart is um, Lupe. Um, she always had a smile. She was very religious. She lasted six years. So it's people like that that touch your heart that you just like wanna keep fighting and wish that their family doesn't have someone else that's diagnosed with pancreatic cancer.
0: So again, though, I gotta ask the question. I'm sorry if I'm pushing too hard in this, but I I do not volunteer for an organization, (laughs) I'm sorry to say. And if I did, I would, I'm just trying to be honest. I don't know if I could handle meeting people, helping people, and having them die. Because if if it's a 10% survival rate, that means the vast majority of people you're gonna come in contact with, that you're gonna get to know and open your heart for, will not survive.
1: I know, but just think of those people you don't get to meet that are fighting for their life and touch your heart and make an impact in your life. So I think it's hard not to get emotional I appreciate
0: you know I, I believe me I'm my hats I'm I'm I say this because I'm so embarrassed that I would even think that in my head when my mother died uh a, I'm sorry when my aunt died my single aunt died a few years ago not from this cancer but from another cancer and so I went out she was in a, a assisted living facility but then so I raced out I'm her only living relative my mother's only sister I'm her only living relative love I'm the only child I'm yet and I go racing out to be with her as they say, it's, she's dying. This is it, this is the moment. And I arrive and they say, is this your mother? I said, no, this is my aunt. He said, your aunt, why are you here? Because she's dying. Well, nobody comes to see people when they die. <laughs> That's why we're here. You send them to the hospital, you send yeah. them someplace, and then we call you and you say it's over and you grieve. But to, to deal with it, to face it, we as Americans, are we just scared little kids? Are we, we afraid of death so desperately these days here?
1: Probably. It's it's just that even if it's two or three times that you meet someone, they still touch your heart some way. Yeah. And we have had people that have come to maybe two or three meetings and it still breaks your heart to know they're no longer there. And then you see the people like Roberta and other survivors that fight like Lupe fought. I mean, she did a marathon while she was in treatment. Yeah. Um, she went all over the place. And when you've seen her, she always had a smile on her face. And those are the people that keep you fighting and wanting more.
0: You keep me wanting to fight (laughs) more because you don't have to be there, but this is not your fight. You don't have a dog in this fight here as the old saying goes, but you do. Yeah. And, and the fight is for not just for them, but for you too. So what do you get out of helping people? I know this is a silly question because I know that everybody says you get more than you give back, but you've chosen to volunteer in something that is, it's, it's, it's. It can be heartbreaking, but I'm sure it can be heart affirming too. Here, so I think of people who deal with the hospice workers and stuff here who've come through. My mother, in her latter years, was a hospice worker, and I said, "How can you do this? I mean, hospice—they're all dying." But, but, talk about why, what you. Give, what do they give you? Not just what you give them. What do you give back? What do you get back? I
1: think just being there for people, hearing their story. Um, being supportive um, especially like towards the end it's hard for the family and just knowing that there's people that care for your loved one like you care for them is is for me it it's emotionally fulfilling to make someone feel better when they're feeling down or to motivate that person that is is knows that they're in their last days and know that there's someone that cares about them and I think um that's that's what drives me, and that drives my husband as well, is that we want to have a better story for other people, for our granddaughter, for our daughter, because you just never know if they could be the ones that have it.
0: I so appreciate your willingness to open up and take, take a drop of while there. I guess <laughs> let's get you, because I, I don't want this to be a sad thing. I think it's joyous what you do. I think i think to be there as i saw with my aunt the last thing in the world i wanted to do was watch yeah, anybody die exactly but when i was there and i tell people is i can't believe it it was actually moving it was yeah. beautiful not just for them but for me it is the circle of life and i don't know why we run from it so fiercely we don't even use the word death anymore they just we lost them. Yeah. Where did, where did they go? We lost them. <laughs> Are they in the hallway? No, we, we lost them. They're, they're, they've moved on. Um, I, so I, I really applaud people who, who do this work and who volunteer in this. Um, I would suspect that the majority of people who volunteer have some personal connection. They do because of their mother, yes. their brother, themselves. There's a personal stake in this. What I think is so amazing about your story is you don't have to be there
1: no i don't have to like there isn't a gun to me um so <laughs> technically, roberta's I guess, got a gun though. yes exactly know. i've been voluntold so i guess i i kind of do have an invisible gun <laughs> but <laughs> i fall
0: and told yes, yes exactly so
1: i mean like look at roberta why wouldn't you want to be there to hang out yeah. and to do things for her and to make her smile and i mean she made me ball and told Um, jumping out of a plane. So, you know, those are the exciting things that we do, like seeing a survivor do that and their faces when they come down. I've done it twice. I won't do it again. But those kind of things are the things that keep you going that say like, uh, look, this person is no longer here, but you did that exciting thing with them. Or I've done a cruise with a survivor and just the excitement of her doing that. It's just those kind of things that keep us going my
0: husband and i i i gotta tell you that one of the things that struck me is watching being there at the final moments yeah for my mother for my aunt for some others in some ways i never felt more alive this sounds horrible because every moment counts you are so focused so many days we just get up and we just go about our lives and we don't think about today tomorrow this minute when time is precious when time is short there is an appreciation for every moment there. Yeah. And talk about the other thing. If not for you, what would these people do? Because I was shocked as I witnessed it in my own life, people who said, I can't be there. I'm sorry, your mother's sick, but I can't be there. I'm sorry, your mother's ill, but I don't want to see her. Her own family, other people, I can't see her like that. You know, you almost get shunned. Yeah. When you're diagnosed, particularly with a deadly disease. And people either don't know what to say or don't know how to handle it and so they leave you alone at a moment that you don't want to be alone probably right,
1: right. I mean it that's the thing with pan can that there's so many people that you meet that I mean not all of us are there because we've lost a direct loved one some of us are there because um, it's just the right thing to do I guess the the thing would be is because why wouldn't you do it? You meet so many people. We've met so many people through the journey of the 10 years we've been volunteering. And it is a fulfillment. And we've gotten to the point when there's a pan can thing now. Um, we dedicate the day because I don't know if I'm gonna see certain people yeah. the next time. And that happens. to us. You've, yes. you've
0: created a connection with yes. them. I'm not gonna waste the yes. time. I'm not gonna waste those yes. moments there. Yes. Like we wait, if we lived, As if today, we knew was today, our last day, we would probably all live differently. Exactly. Right.
1: And that's what it is. Like there are certain survivors that you, we've had that situation where we didn't stay for an event and that was the last event that survivor attended. And that hurts my heart because we should have stayed and hung out because we didn't get to see him again.
0: Don't, don't, as my mother used to say, don't should all over yourself. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Don't should on yourself here all right now there are moments though as bleak as this prognosis can be there are the robertas of the world 19 years and counting
1: yes yes
0: so to see that fight and survive has got to be inspirational too here
1: yes it's very Give inspirational. You some hope and belief and 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 she is and she's as i joke with her the poster child and yeah, and she, she always so. tells me no i'm not and i tell her yes because no matter what, it's like you asked her, why her? God has a plan for her, and she has inspired so many people. Yes. That
0: I asked her that same question. I said, why her? And, of course, her immediate answer is, why not? Yep. Well, who else? And I thought, you know what? That is as flippant as that is. That is the correct answer, because who else would have picked up the mantle and fought Exactly. Like this? So exactly. I get it. If she doesn't get it, I get it. Yeah. I know why.
1: She does so much. Like, you would never think that she's fighting cancer because she's an energizer bunny. We always tell her she's Ah. small, but she never stops. It's like she's so amazing.
0: She's the executive producer on this show now. I know. What does she know about producing a radio show? (laughs) Exactly. I'll jump into it. (laughs) I'll do it. I'll no task too 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 difficult. Uh, I guess after you fought pancreatic cancer, the rest is kind of a breeze here.
1: Exactly. You would think so with her. It's jumping like, out
0: of a plane. No problem. I can <laughs> exactly. do that. Exactly. Climbing a mountain. No, I got that. Yeah. Doing a you half
1: got? marathon. I mean, yeah,
0: what else you got?
1: There's so many things that we've done together that I would never take back. And it's it's just those kind of things. Like I've done a half marathon with other survivors, and I probably would have never done that without them. And I did yeah. marathons for those people. Cause after. when they start
0: feeling, I can't do this. And you look around at them and you go, ah, maybe I can.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and some mar- half marathons, I thought, okay, Roberta can get up every day. I could do two more miles and two more and two more and two more. And those are the things that keep us going and makes life better.
0: These stories keep me going and make my life better. <laughs> and I, partly going to shoot on myself. I should do this. I should do more. We all should do more. What if we want to do more? What if we what if we how would you tell people to get involved? It we've gotten past the fear. It's not just for those who are affected. It can be a joyous ride for anybody a way to give back. Lots of groups like this. Here's one of them. Why would you what what do you want to tell the people who are saying, you know, I need something in my life. I could use some little inspiration, hope and balance and give back and whatever.
1: I think it just depends on your life. I mean, when we had our daughter in high school and swim and water polo, we attended the once a year program. We donated money to it. There's so many things you can do, even if you don't have the time. There's money. There's also things you could do on a computer. You could donate stuff. Money. They don't
0: need money, do they?
1: They need a lot of money. (laughs) Research is very expensive. But I mean, there's different things we can all do. We can all give out an hour. We we have mailings, we have different things that go on. We have events. I mean, we have fun events. We have events at the restaurants that you can come and have a fun good time. Fun events, the Pancreatic yes. Cancer Action yes. Network
0: doesn't sound like a fun group here. No,
1: we are pretty fun. You know, tequila <laughs> starts rolling and we're as fun as it can what? be. What? <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so this can be fun, it can be inspirational, it can give you more, do you, do you feel like you give more or do you get more in return? Who gets who gets the better of the bargain I, here?
1: I think I get more than, than, I, than I give. I think I receive so much more with everybody that I've met and everybody that's touched my life and touched my husband's life that you can't take that for granted.
0: How about your kids? Have they carried on or are they kids? Um, They're too busy. They don't have time for any of stuff. My
1: daughter is a nurse and she just had a baby. So she's in, in her little world right now. So right. she, But she does come, because she is a nurse, she does come to Purple Stride and she is one of the EMTs that sits and waits in case someone gets a boo-boo. or <laughs> A someone, boo-boo, is that yeah. what we call it here? <laughs> boo-boo. We, I'll look that God, up in a medical
0: knock, dictionary here. Um, yeah.
1: Knock on wood, we haven't had any major... Things happen. Right. She's had to give a couple band aids or a, a um, Nobody cold broke pack. A leg or yeah, nobody's right. broke a leg or had a heart attack or something, God forbid. Yeah. Um, but she's there, so she volunteers for that, and she's been doing it since she was in nursing school. There you go. And she's helped with the first aid bag, and you know, so she's helped out in those ways. But she's not as busy in it like we are. But if there's something she can do, she'll do it.
0: It's all we ask is if you can give in any way, shape, or form. In in some sense, money's the easy one. Check that one off the list here. Yes, yes. But if you want to, and it isn't, we're not trying to make you, you should do this and feel bad about it. It's, you're, you're trying to invite people. You're trying to say, you were drawn to this and others, that's what we hope to get across. What I hope to understand out of this story is why you were drawn to this and what do you get out of it?
1: I, I. It's Roberta it's all Roberta (laughs) I mean I have to say it's just about Roberta if it's not Roberta then you know it's everybody I've met but I got inspired because of Roberta and I stay because of Roberta so it's all about Roberta
0: (laughs) so what do you say I'm assuming you have friends and family and other people and they look at you and go why are you doing this
1: and I say it's because of Roberta They said I don't know, Roberta. It Roberta.
0: I got to meet this Roberta. Roberta
1: is my bestie, She's and we're bestie. ride and die, and we do everything <laughs> ride together. Ride and
0: die. Wow. Yes. This is a real. Uh, episode.
1: <laughs> so Roberta says we're doing jumping off a plane. I'm like, okay, okay. what time? Where am I going to be? Um, what's the location? So if
0: she says we're going to ride uh, Harleys today. You're just hopping on it and going, uh, right? Yep. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. It's that's why I said it's about Roberta. Roberta says we're doing a cruise and we're doing a um, zip line. We're doing a we're, zip that's line. It. And, everybody line yeah. up. Here we go. Yeah.
0: Well, I hope everybody lines up to volunteer because it's a fantastic way to get involved, to give back, to get out of yourself. I think that's what volunteering does yes. and to give to others. And I don't speak from experience. I'm one of those listening saying, yeah, I should do this. But I hear all the time in here, people say, hey, if you can find the time and you can handle the work, it's amazing. You'll yes. get more out of it than you ever imagined. All right. Well, thank you so much. How how many volunteers are there in the group? Are there lots of them? Do you need more of them?
1: Well, of course. Um, our core group is probably 20 people. Wow. Okay.
0: that's pretty big. And
1: thing. then. Um, on, on our big um, 5K, um, our Purple Stride, we probably have hundreds of volunteers. We have high schoolers. We have oh, older yeah. people. People come out for that yes. just one event because that's yes. a fun
0: thing. When is that coming up? Was that uh, passed already? Or is it, it new? In April. April. April.
1: Um, 30th? 30th.
0: Okay, so we 30th, missed it. So next year. So yes. we gotta wait till next year. Okay. Well, stick with us, because we're going to be here next year. We're going to be still sharing stories and talking about it. yours is an amazing tale. Thank you for coming. And thank you for being so honest and open about this. People always get off the air and say, oh, I didn't mean to get choked up. No, well, that chokes <laughs> me up to hear you get choked up. So I appreciate your your vulnerability and honesty and openness. And most of all, your, your commitment to help others. I think what a better place this whole world would be if me and everybody else <laughs> would get with the program here and start uh, helping out in one way or another. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Well, there you have it. Some of the amazing stories of people who are on the journey, either their journey or somebody else's journey, the journey living with pancreatic cancer. We hope you'll come back and share the living hope that we present each and every week here. As we try and give you some hope, inspiration, education for those living with pancreatic cancer, and the world around them, sharing the real-life stories of those affected by this disease and how they deal with it on a daily basis. If you'd like to share your stories, just contact us here at OC Talk Radio. Or, if you or anyone you know needs help now on their journey, wherever that is, you can contact Patient Services at eight seven two. And then the number two, and then the word pan can p a n c a n for more information and help. That's eight seven seven the number two p a n c a n for the pancreatic cancer action network. This is Paul Roberts for OC Talk Radio. thanks for listening. Spread the love, and we'll see you next week here on Living Hope.